Hi there and welcome to the 2020 wrap up of Book Around with me Dominic Goulden. Today we will be looking back over some of the books we've covered on the series. Um, just generally having a little bit of a recap, thinking what was the, the real winners and losers from this series. Uh, a little bit of a preview of what's coming up in season two. And just some general chit chat of other good books I could recommend. Hello there friends. It is Christmas Eve today, which means that if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. If you don't, I just hope that you are having a nice day and hopefully getting a little bit of time off work and chilling out. Uh, it's also the 2020 wrap-up, which is a nice thing because this year is coming to an end. I realise that time is an abstract concept and there's no guarantee that 2021 is going to be any better, but let's face it, it can't possibly be any worse. Hopefully we've got that COVID vaccine incoming. We're all going to be getting vaccinated, all going to be feeling healthier and able to go outside without feeling scared, which will be amazing. Um, so this episode I really haven't planned uh, at all, so it's going to be very, very free and easy, probably just talking about whatever comes into my head for about 20 minutes or so. Um, not polished, not professional, but if you've been listening to the show this far, you won't expect anything different. I guess I want to... Um, ponder back and recap on the first season of the podcast because as I say consistently this is my first ever go at trying to make a podcast about anything um, and while I've always had an interest in reading and I've always liked to talk about it I've never really thought about recording and sharing my thoughts with the world and um, so it's been interesting and it's been interesting to um it, I guess one of the things I've noticed about this podcast is it's encouraged me to, to read more because I've had to read at least a book a week to make sure I've got a book to cover, which is not always the kind of um, pace I would usually go at. As an English teacher, you might think I'm someone that spends all my time reading and whilst I wish I could, I'm also extremely busy. So a book a week's a pretty good pace for me. Um, I mean, that means you're getting, what, like 52, 53 a year or something. So if you could keep that up all year round, you get plenty of reading done. Um, so let's have a look, I guess, first of all, at some of the winners and losers of this series. Um, the big winner was Africa, I guess, um, because it was the most uh, represented continent, I think, without glancing back. I feel like it probably was. Um, because just off the top of my head, obviously, we started off with Things Fall Apart by Chimwa Achebe. Um, and then we also did the Prophet of Zongo Street, uh, so we've represented Nigeria and Ghana there. I've made no secret about the fact that I've got a, a kind of heavy interest in, in African literature, which has um, only grown stronger really over this year with a lot of the reading I've been doing in my free time has been um, African stuff. So things that I've read and, and didn't get a chance to cover, but that I might cover in future uh seasons episodes um i've read a couple of uh books on thomas sankara um so it was the uh, leader of burkina faso in the 80s like 1984 ish i think something like that 84 to 87 i think um he was a socialist revolutionary and took the uh french colony of upper volta and turned it into burkina faso which translates to something like the land of the upright men um, a really great figure, someone I really admire and look up to a lot. 
I've got two books. Uh, one is called Thomas Sankara Speaks, which is a collection of all of his speeches and essays that he delivered during his career. And the other one is um, like The Struggle for Freedom in Africa and the Women's Liberation Movement, I think it's called. It's Thomas Sankara's own book. Um, I feel like it's two separate essays. Um, and that one, again, the, all of the writing in those are, are, are amazing. Thomas Sankara was a very eloquent man, very intelligent man, some really good ideas. So I feel like I would like to cover something like that. But I've avoided um, being political on the podcast. And even if I were to cover that, I would still have to, I suppose, avoid anything overtly political. So for that reason, it would be difficult to review the books with the credit they deserve because obviously you necessarily need to get in some political ideas. Um, the other, some of the other African books that I've read have been Other Things by Chiamma Achebe, I finished the Africa Trilogy, um, Arrow of God and No Longer at Ease, um, that's all amazing stuff and read a couple of interesting books. So The Palm Wine Drinkard from about 1956 is one of the most strange train of thought, um, leave your preconceptions at the door kind of books I've, I've had the pleasure of reading. Uh, one of the few books I read this year that really surprised me and, and I had to double take and I had to have a real sit down and, and think halfway through to, to get my head around what was going on. The other one like that I, I covered on the channel was um, The Blind Owl and also just recently started reading The Waves by Virginia Woolf which is amazing, but I still have no idea what's going on in it. The writing's beautiful. I get some vague ideas of themes and characters, but I'm just, I would be lying if I told you I knew what the book was about, but I would already recommend it because it's incredible. I haven't finished it yet. That's one that I'm currently reading. Never read any Virginia Woolf um, before, although I've, I've heard the name a lot and, and uh, I have recommendations. Started with that one, found out it's the most experimental work, and... I'm sticking with it because the writing's incredible. Um, other things I'd like to do more of in the future, more Japanese literature. Obviously, we covered The Boxman on the second episode of this uh, podcast, which I hope you guys have checked out. If not, I recommend it again. Please go and read The Boxman by Kobo Abe. Please read anything by Kobo Abe. He's an amazing writer, but particularly The Boxman stands out as a great one. Other... Uh, Japanese works I would like to cover are um, Silence by, I want to say Endo Shisuke, but I feel like I've got the surname wrong there, so apologies, I don't have any notes with me, as I say, I'm just doing this off the top of my dome, but Silence, the one that got turned into a Martin Scorsese film about Jesuit priests, very good Martin Scorsese film as well, would recommend you watch it if you want to spend three plus hours uh, watching a very bleak film whilst people discuss theological philosophy. Uh, I find it hard to recommend, but I loved it, and I do recommend it. So some Japanese stuff I would like to cover. Um, the, the Sailor Who Fell From Grace With The Sea, I think, is another, another good Japanese work that I've picked up recently, but haven't got around to. I've also um, some young young adult fiction I've been thinking about doing on the, on the show, because... I've no idea what age my listenership is. I should probably look at my demographics. I, I want to imagine it's people probably a similar age to me, 20s, 30s, but um, no idea if anyone would be interested in me covering any young adult stuff. But there's a particular book I picked up um, called Bone Talk by Candy... 
I want to say it's Candy Golam. Again, I wish I had notes to hand, but the book's called Bone Talk, and it's about the place Bon Talk in the Philippines during the um, 19th century, so late 1800s. Uh, they, they were um, battling for independence, and it's about a young lad growing up and becoming a warrior. Very much kind of themes that um, I like to see in books. You know, I obviously learnt, love learning about different cultures. Don't know very much um, uh, sort of Filipino history, so that would plug a real gap in my knowledge. Again, it's a book that I've got sat on the bookcase I've been meaning to get into, so I might do that one in the new year. A friend of mine, um, Scott, who I uh, gave a shout out to in the Gilgamesh episode because he did a Gilgamesh JRPG, um, he has recently loaned me three or so Russian books. Uh, one of them is the Stokatsky brothers, uh, who famously did Roadside Picnic, which got turned into um, Stalker. Uh, that video game with the cheeky breaky stuff, in case you know your meme culture, that's where that comes from. So I've got a lot to be reading and a lot of different cultures. So I guess what I want to say here was the big winners were African authors, I guess. Um, but also, I hope representing some classics, uh, so Don Quixote and The Green Knight, so going in The Green Knight, a couple of classics that I hope I did a good job in representing, um, and some experimental works, as in The Boxman and The Blind Owl, two very different, equally strange books, one Japanese, one Iranian. Um, again, hope you check those out. The Losers of this season... Um, Picnic at Hanging Rock was the chief loser of this season because it was a fairly unremarkable book. I feel like the themes, the ideas were good. I just feel like the execution was dull. Um, so no offence to anybody that liked Picnic at Hanging Rock, but it's not something I'll be going back to. So one of my big priorities for next season is going to be to redeem Australia on the podcast by covering um, a better Australian book. Cloud Street's the one I've got in my head that I'm, I feel like I'm going to go with, but if you have any uh, different ones you, you feel you'd recommend, just, just drop me a line. Um, nearby to Australia, New Zealand, recently got a book, The Bone People, by uh, Kerry Hume, which I've, again, that's one I'm currently reading. Again, very experimental, very, very interesting. Don't want to give any spoilers out about that. Um, but you can see here, obviously, I'm already doing some reading for season two, giving you a little bit of a hint about some of the, the cultures that you'll be seeing. So we'll be revisiting Japan in some way or other. Um, we will be going to New Zealand, back to Australia. We're going to try and go to some countries that we didn't get to this season, though. So um i have read the uh, posthumous memoirs of brass cubas which is a brazilian book so we might go to brazil and do that one um i've got but haven't read trout belly up which is guatemalan um rain by mia conto i think is i think that one's from the congo i can't remember i've got all of these books that i've, I've bought specifically with this purpose in mind and it's boggling my head but places that I feel like we obviously didn't go to this season were Russia. So we might see some Stokatsky brothers to, to plug that. Um, we didn't go anywhere in, in Scandinavia. So I feel like possibly Amatka is a great uh, Swedish book that we might do. Um, we went to Africa a couple of times, but we'll, we'll still we'll go back to Africa because 
I like African literature. Um, we might, again, we might come back to the UK and, and the US, even though I'm trying to avoid overtly Western literature. I don't see the reason in not including good stuff. So particularly if I want to give a shout out to Virginia Woolf, we might do the UK there. Um, we might do the US. Another idea I've been thinking, and I guess I'm putting this out there because I want feedback on what people would think of this, but I own um, poetry books and sort of short story writings by um, some of my favourite singers. So um, I've got a few Jim Morrison books, uh, Serge Tankian did two poetry books, Serge Tankian from System of a Down, and Dax Riggs, who, if you've heard of Dax Riggs and you're listening to this, fair play to you. He's the singer for Acid Bath, Dead Boy and the Elephant Man, Agents of Oblivion, and now has a solo career. He's my favourite singer. He did a poetry book in the 90s, which is not safe for work, and is almost impossible to get hold of, but I've got it. Um, so, I guess reviewing that might not be necessary, because it's going to be very hard for anyone to get a copy of that. But... I'm just thinking out loud here. I I think it would be an interesting um, way of bringing up not just uh, people with obvious literary credentials, you know, obvious like people who've won awards or are professors or something. It might be interesting to to bring in a, a little bit of a, a rock star element where we've got um, counterculture figures who've written books who, who aren't necessarily academic. Um, Cedric Bixel-Savala from the Mars Volta as well wrote a short story to accompany their first album, De Last in the Comatorium. That's an incredibly good work, um, so I might well do that one. Yeah, that springs to mind. And with them being on El Paso, the border of Mexico and, and um, Texas, I'm not sure if I could conceivably say that's a Mexican work. Uh, I don't know if that'd be uh, a stretch. But we, we might do that next season, so singers writing books, that's not going to be a theme for next season by any stretch, I'm, I probably won't do more than one of those, but I probably will do one, and it'll probably be Deloused in the Comatorium. Kicking off next year, I don't know what we're going to be starting with, and I don't have a full season's worth of content yet, although I do have a full season's worth of ideas, um, so I guess... As always, that, that inbox is open. Uh, book around at outlook.com um, or drop me a line on the Facebook page um, at Book Around Podcast or the Instagram page at Book Around Podcast. Um, you know, if you have any ideas of things you'd like to see covered or any countries that you feel like I'm just really overlooking that I've got really rich literature um, or anywhere I've just missed out, just drop me a line. But I feel like I'm getting to the end of my rambling here and I'm just going to end up repeating myself. And this wasn't really a planned episode. It was just me going on and talking for 10, 15 minutes or so, which I've done now. So if you just wanted your weekly hit of hearing my velvety smooth voice, you now have that. And I will use this remaining time to wish you a very happy holidays uh, and a happy, healthy and prosperous new year. Um... Yeah, and I'll go over to myself with the sign-off. If you've enjoyed this edition of Book Around, please consider um, following me on social media, which is the details of which I've just given, but I'll give again, uh, at Book Around Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, at Book Around Pod on Twitter, or drop me a line, bookaround at outlook.com. 
have a lovely holiday, have a lovely new year, and I will see you when season two commences sometime in the new year. But until then, book around and find out.